Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gretch from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Ruth Cudsey of Ruth Cudsey Coaching. Ruth, it's awesome to have you on the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you. And you got the name right as well. I know it's quite difficult. <laughs> yes, I, I was trying for that one. <laughs> well, what I wanted to do is read a little bit more about Ruth so you can learn a little bit more about her. And Ruth is an author, coach, mentor, and teacher who works with female entrepreneurs to help them start and scale successful purpose-driven businesses. She believes that success is down to a combination of mindset, plus strategy, plus action, and works with her clients to help them in all of those areas. Ruth has worked with thousands of women worldwide and has been featured in national magazines and in the press. Ruth, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, what I want to do is just kind of pass you the mic and hear a little bit more about your CEO story and what led you to start your business. Okay. So I'm 40 years old now. So I first started a business when I was 15. I used to do events and I always used to have what people were calling a side hustle. So when I was studying at university or college, as you call it in the States, I used to still, I used to put on events. I used to do various other things for myself as, as a business. But then I definitely had this mindset that I needed to get a proper job because these would never be like sustainable businesses. So I went into and got a proper job and continued to do things on the side for a long, long time. And it was about three years ago that I was like, I'm, I'm actually a qualified business teacher. I've had businesses for all this time. And my students used to say to me, why don't you have your own business? Why are you doing this? And I remember I had a particularly bad day and they said that to me. And at the time, I'd just gone back after maternity. I had a one-year-old daughter. And I was like, why am I doing this? Like, I don't enjoy it. Um, you know, I enjoy aspects, but I don't enjoy all of it. Is there something else I can do? And so I went back and I looked at all of the things that I'd done and I you know, did all that how you're meant to do it, looked at everything I did, looked at everything I enjoyed. And it was always coaching. It's something that I've been doing throughout my whole career. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So it took me about six months to get my first client. Um, during the time I became pregnant for a second time. So um, I was really like battling, like, okay, I'm just keep having babies. Um, <laughs> I, I've only got two. And, uh, and yeah, I just, I was like, I don't want to be working for somebody else who's going to keep telling me what to do. And I don't actually want to be doing these things that I don't enjoy. Because when you're in a job, you have to do everything. You can't say, well, I'm not very good at admin, so can somebody else do that? Um, or I'm not very good at this. And so I, I really crave that kind of freedom where I made my own decisions, but also where I was able to get somebody to help me with the things that I don't like. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And that's obviously an awesome story. And, and especially you having the courage to be able to take that step, because a lot of people may not like where they're at, whether it be their jobs or whatever positions or whatever they're in, and they might just kind of stick with it, so to speak, and not decide to make a change. So that's awesome that your, your students, but also you took it upon yourself to kind of make that change. So um, what I wanted to do was drill a little bit deeper and ask you, like, how exactly do you help kind of serve and work with the clients that you that you work with? So I do lots of different things. So I'm definitely what people would call multi-passionate mm-hmm. <laughs> or like I've just got lots of ideas. So from on a basic level, I start working with people in my membership. So that's kind of like a, 
a low a low price commitment and they get it's a lighter touch from me. So they get resources, they get some support from me and they get support from an associate coach who works with me. And that's really to help people stay accountable for their goals and to give them kind of, they have events every quarter. So that's kind of like a, a really startup, giving them resources, like you know, really simple things like, okay, what's the difference between a Facebook page and a Facebook group? How do you set up your first webinar? What's a landing page? You know, how do you how do you get on podcasts? Like all of those kind of fundamental things. And even before that, like what are your goals and what does success look like? So that's my membership. And then I have a group program, which is kind of an extension for that, which is when people have got one client, but they really want to start going into that consistent. And again, they kind of have teaching modules and then coaching. So they have it combined. So they learn and then they're coached through any problems that they've got. And then I have one-to-one coaching and I have a mastermind, which is kind of a combination of the lot of it. Um, and I do events. So a lot of it is kind of teaching, you know, teaching new concepts, teaching things that are, I've done, teaching theory. And then on top of it, the coaching, which is about really drilling down for them about what's going on and what's stopping them. Because I always say you can have all the strategy in the world, but if your mindset's wrong, you're not going to do anything. And they hate the word mindset in the UK, by the way. I do. They why so? They don't get it. I didn't know that. I don't know. They don't really get it. I know in the States, like everyone gets mindset. In the UK, you have to explain it in different terminology. So you'll be like, so you make sense about what's, you know, the obstacles that are stopping you. And, you know, you talk about it in a different way because they don't, they don't buy mindset. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I, well, I was about to say mindset is huge. <laughs> I feel like it's huge. Maybe it's because I'm in the States, but I feel like that kind of lays that foundation. But it's good that you have, you know, all those different tiers, depending on how people might want to interact with you, whether, you know, it's joining as a member or actually having the, the, um, the minds, the, 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 the mastermind groups that you have, yeah. or if it's the one-on-one coaching, but you have all those tiers where anybody can kind of help, you can kind of help anybody to reach their goals. Yeah. And I think it's people work through them. And some people, you know, we talk about money mindset a lot. And I know that it's a big thing in the UK and the States, wherever you are. But I think that the buying mentality is slightly different in this country. And people generally want to get to know you. So if you've got lower priced offers, it works really well because people get to know you and form a relationship with you. And then they'll move up where it's appropriate. So it works with different personalities as well. Because some people just they don't feel like they can spend straight away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So they want to kind of like dip their toes in to see how it probably, how the relationship works for one, but also to how it impacts what it what they're doing on a on a smaller level. And then they can always scale up and, and, and have a deeper conversation. Exactly, exactly. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, now I wanted to ask you for what I call like your secret sauce or kind of like what do you feel makes you unique or kind of distinguishes you as an entrepreneur and business owner? I think that for me, having the mindset, so I've got a master's in psychology and I was a deputy head teacher of a school. So I used to do a lot of work in mindset and how people learn and how people develop. And I think that's really helped me with with working out, you know, helping people with their mindset. So I think that's quite unique because lots of people don't have that mindset background. And I think also being able to break things down in a way that works for people because I used to teach like 14 year olds how to run businesses. So lots of business business coaches have never run a business have got no idea about the strategy. So I can help people actually, you know, why this works and the theory as well as the practical, because there's no point having the theory if it doesn't work, but often Mm -hmm. with the practical people don't get why they're doing things. 
So I think bringing that combination really helps. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like you kind of touching on the fact that you you taught like the 14 year olds, a lot of times, like you mentioned, we're all kind of 14 year olds in, in some way, shape or form. If we're just starting a business, never thought about running a business, but we're really good at our craft. We're very advanced in our craft, but we may not be advanced in the the business and the in understanding like avatar and, and like you said, landing pages, all these things that you have are resources. We might be 14 or younger. So you being able to kind of have the opportunity for people to kind of learn and, and develop and be able to teach people those things kind of helps them to kind of grow and expand it and of course help them to be more successful yeah definitely awesome awesome awesome. it's all about learning and developing as well isn't it yeah you could definitely lose sight of that so what i wanted to do was switch gears a little bit and ask you for what i call a ceo hack and this might be an app or a book or a habit that you have but it's something that makes you more effective and efficient as a business owner oh my gosh okay so Every every person, but every CEO should read the book, The Big Leap. I don't know if you've read it, but when you read about it, it talks about your zone of genius, which is the area that you operate in and you operate in really, really well. Now, your zone of genius, you stop yourself. You have these things called upper limit problems that when things are going really, really well, you self-sabotage. Now, I read this book about two years ago for the first time and it was like I was coming home. I was like, oh my gosh, so that's why I've been doing it. So I would highly recommend anyone to read that because not only does it, even if you're not a CEO, but if you're a CEO, it makes you, it makes you refocus and think, okay, why am I wasting time, you know, doing something that I'm really not very good at? And we all do it. We might spend, you know, hours researching how to do something in the house and then, you know, try and do it ourselves. And we can't put up a shelf. Now, we've wasted like two days and we could have paid someone to come in and do it for us. And it would have been like $100, hundred pounds. Yeah. And so it's, we're not valuing our time. So the two things there, it's like the upper limit problem when you, when you stop yourself. And it's also that like operate at the things that you're really good at. The other things, get someone else to do them. Because if you're thinking about your time and money, you're basically wasting time if you're doing all of those and you're wasting money. Yeah, and that's huge. And especially because time is one of those things that you can't get back. And Mm. you being able to kind of delegate and find other people that have that zone of genius, maybe where you don't have it, and they're able to hire them or delegate to them or do whatever you can do can kind of help you be more effective and efficient and make you be more successful because you are focusing on your own zone of genius. So I think that's a, a phenomenal CEO hack. And um, now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this might be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice that you might have for entrepreneurs and business owners. Do not give up. When it gets really bad, take some time out. And I mean, like the rest of the day, but do not give up. If you're passionate, resilience really is one of the number one indicators of success. Because there are probably many people who are better than you. There are probably many people who are more talented, but they gave up. So don't give up. Keep going, even when it gets tough. I love it. I love it. And like you said, you know, a lot of times you have people that are more talented, maybe have more money, maybe have more backing, but sometimes people will quit. And usually the people that continue on and reach that level of success are people that just, you know, kept going with it with whether it was ups or downs or highs and lows, they just kind of push through. A hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what is my favorite question, which is kind of like the definition of being a CEO. And we're hoping to to have on and invite different types of CEOs on this podcast. So I wanted to ask you specifically, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think being a CEO means being in control of my destiny. It means being able to make choices to move my business forward and to move my life forward. 
And it means like having the freedom to do whatever I want to do. Absolutely. I love that. I love that definition and it hits home. So Ruth, I I truly appreciate you for taking some time out of your schedule. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and our listeners know and how best people can get a hold of you. Okay. I would say, I mean, I've, I've touched on it a bit. Mindset is so important. Resilience is so important. So do things that make you feel good every day, like work out, I'm in my workout gear at the moment, but work out, you know, eat properly, sleep. All of those things will make you be a better entrepreneur. So take care of yourself first. They always say put your own life jacket on first. Now, my name is Ruth Kudzi, K-U-D-Z-I. I think I'm the only person called it in the whole world. So I'm RuthKudzi.com. I'm, and then I'm Ruth Kudzi on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn or Twitter. So it's quite easy to find me. Awesome. Awesome. And just in case we'll have links in the show notes. So anybody can click through and follow up with you, Ruth. I truly appreciate you for all you're doing and all the awesome things you're helping people out with. And I just hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. You too. I really appreciate being on here. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.